Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. My name is George Scandalis, and joining me today is my favorite crew in the industry, the coaches with the most. We've got Lisa, the bitchin' beautician. How are you, girl? I'm good. Recovering from a little bit of a, a little sniffle, but I'm good. You got this little sniffle with me? Yeah, I sound a little bit like Selma off the um, Simpsons. <laughs> like I smoked 10 packs of smokes, so bear with me. Well, this should make for an interesting episode. Right. And I've also got the coach with the most, my main man, Nathan Strom from The Revenue Doctors. How you doing, buddy? Good, mate. Very good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. You've been golfing in Arizona, I see. Yeah, playing a little bit of golf, a bit of downtime. It's been good yeah. fun. Breaking up the winter a little. There you go. And I've got my favorite couple from the U.S., the power couple, Nick and Steph Tiverdick. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Minus the freezing cold temps in Colorado, and it's finally starting to warm up. But I want to be in Arizona. Uh, Well, listen, you know what? If it makes you feel better, I'm leaving Arizona today. But before I get home, I'm flying through Denver just to (laughs) to wave to you guys from the airport. Nice. Oh, George. How long are you going to be in the airport? Do you know? I, I have probably a couple hours. Oh. You want to come have coffee with me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We can, we can, we can shit talk Nick together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the viewers don't get to see this, but I get to see this on my screen. This is the first time we're recording where you guys aren't in the same space. Is one at work and one at home? Or did you kick Nick out and he's at the Motel 6 and you're at home? What's going on? <laughs> No, I'm actually working from home today, and he's in the office already, so. Yes. No kicking out. And it's so early. You go to the office this early, Nick. Sometimes, yeah. Wow, wow. So our our viewers don't know what time we're recording, but we are definitely recording way before 9 a.m. today, just to (laughs) make sure that we get our scheduling done for everyone. (laughs) And so it's impressive to me to see that you're at the office. I'm still in my bathroom. I just rolled out of bed. Right. So I'm like Lisa and I are on the same time. You know, Nick is like the eager beaver. Nathan's a little bit falling in the eager beaver category. He's ready to go full face of makeup on hair extensions, ready to own the world. And (laughs) Steph just wakes up beautiful. She's just like, I wish. (laughs) Well, what's the topic today, kids? What are we talking about? George, we're going to talk about a little bit about social media, but we're talking about it uh, from the point of view of, should your staff have their own social media handles? Okay. And I think, you know what? You did such a great intro there. Why don't you moderate today's episode, Nathan? Well, yeah, I think that's what I was going to do as moderator. <laughs> Look at you. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. spicy oh, my, in the morning. This is why I like those evening recordings. I'm the only spicy one, but in the morning, <laughs> I'm ready <to> go. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so um, let's get started. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my clock now. And... We might as well start with the social media queen herself, the bitching beautician, Lisa. I like Let us it. know. <laughs> what do you think about this topic? Um, this topic is is very interesting. And I've had, I'm sure which uh, all of you in the consulting role have had questions about this. So um, I believe this is actually a listener. It is. It's a listener request. And so um, when it comes to social media, I believe that the entire staff should have a professional social media Um, I think that more eyes on your information, the better. And I also think it's really good to have a professional page and a personal page. And so I like to keep those two things separate, but I really think that your employees should have their own social media. Um, 
because people want to know who you are. We've we've kind of decided this as as uh, industry that people are looking at your social media to get to know you before they come in um, as a trust factor and they want to know you before they come in for treatments. And so I think it's really good to have their own social media. They can build their own following because they may have different followers than you and they can repost and share all of the things that your clinic is reposting. And then you get it on a few more eyes. Um, I understand the opposite side where we've got uh, lots of clinics uh, talking about this, that they've, you know, each person has their own social media. And then all of a sudden that person buggers off and goes to a different clinic and they have a whole bunch of people that follow them. That's going to happen anyways. And I think if you treat your staff right and, you know, go back and like Nick would say, go back and listen to all of our episodes. Um, it, it really, we've covered this. Um, if you treat your staff well, they're not going to leave. But I think that is a very narrow, shallow focus of, you know, oh, it's fear-based, which is a little bit gross. And so I think build your team up. Let them have their social media. It's going to, to give you more eyes on the prize, as far as I'm concerned. That's my two cents. I love it. Nice, short, sweet, precise. Um, let's hear from the power couple. I'm, I'm going to echo quite a bit on what Lisa just said. Um, the whole concept of rising tide lifts all ships uh, really plays into this whole conversation at the same time, at least for us or me. I don't want to speak for uh, the person that's substantially smarter and better looking than I am. Um, <laughs> but when, when you do this, and we're actually going through this right now where we have a uh, one of our staff has like 18,000 people that follow her and she's starting posts and it's actually driving a decent amount of people into the office, which is great. Um, and I, I think it was Henry Ford uh, made this quote and it was, and I think this kind of plays into it where um, the, the only thing worse than training your employees and ha- having them leave is not training them and having them stay. So if you are worried about, staff really trying to build this whole business. Like Lisa said, people are going to leave. I mean, we sit down with our staff and tell them, look, we're not naive. We know you're not going to be here for the rest of your life, right? We want to do everything we can to make you a better person, a better staff member, a better person in this industry. Um, And hopefully that's with us, but we want you to grow. And with that growth, if it's uh, the next stage, it's not with us. It is what it is. But ideally we create an atmosphere to where they don't want to leave. We're paying them well. We're giving them all the tools that they could ever need to be successful. So if they are posting both on theirs and on your social media, have at it. I mean, with everybody getting so freaked out about competition and pulling into their shell, that's not how this should be. We should be helping each other. We should be building each other up. There's so many wrinkles out there. People have so much fat out there. There's plenty to go around, right? So um, we, we really need to all be working together. And that's including um, having that risk, right? If you don't train them, then you have a terrible thing. Same thing. If you're not going to let somebody fly and really try to build what they're doing, um, I think we're missing out. 
I would agree with that. And I would, you know, like to add to that, to take it a step further. Um, Lisa, I love a lot of what you said. And I think that Nick, I mean, obviously I agree with everything that you said. Um, I think that if you're not allowing your staff to post, you're really stifling them and you're not allowing them to have a voice within your business. And they're excited. You want your staff to be excited and you want them talking about it. So what better way than to have them posting on their social media? And it's free advertising. It's basically free advertising for you. Um, And we'll even take it a step further in our clinic. And we will incentivize our staff members if they bring somebody in off of their social media or somebody outside of our web of advertising, TV advertising that we didn't have to spend money to introduce to our clinic, we incentivize them and we give them a bonus. We actually give them a pretty decent percentage off of whatever that patient comes in and whatever package they purchase to incentivize that. And I think that if you are feeling like you don't, or you're feeling like you are concerned about a staff member leaving, you really need to look at your, you need to look inside, like what is causing you to be insecure. Um, I think that is coming from a very insecure perspective and what is your management style? You know, if you're not allowing your employees to grow within your company and that's a perfect opportunity and a way for them to do so, I would look at you and yourself and your management style because I think that's a detriment to your business um, and you're stifling, you're stifling your business and you're stifling your staff. You are so amazing. You are so (laughs) well-spoken. I think everybody's (laughs) well-spoken. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mr. Scandalous, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, I think you purposely chose to pick me last because you know my thoughts on this one. You know that I'm super divided on this topic, but I lean towards um, a few metrics to decide which way to go with this. So we were recently consulting a client where they said to me, you know, should my, my esthetician have Um, her own social media handle for work. And I immediately said, no. And why is that? It was this clinic that was just starting out right now. They're just developing their social media. They're just making a presence known as a business. And I really believe that if, you know, you have five people working in one clinic and then you've got your clinic social media handle and then each person has, you know, uh, Lisa Krauss, esthetician, and then George Skindalis, esthetician, and Steph Tavertic, injector, all running under this business, what you're really doing is you're watering down the following pool of the actual business. How is the business going to develop if you are building just strictly singular personalities within that business? Now, I'm not talking about someone that I've poached that's come over that was nurse injector Nick that's got 18,000 followers and is coming to my business. And now they're going to be part of George Scandalis Medical Aesthetics. That's a different story. But if I'm developing a brand new business and I'm just starting out, I don't want to water down the following of my pool. What I do want to do is encourage my staff to play an active role in the social media and be part of that businesses social media so i want their personalities to shine through i don't want to put anybody under a rock you know how big i am about individuality but it's about the business and the story and the branding and the message and the solid unit of people being able to come to that business and who you're going to find now as the business grows there's going to be more people that are really interested in how 
um, you know, Lisa Krause injects lips. And I think then that's okay as the business has grown a substantial amount of following for Lisa to start developing George Scanella's medical aesthetics, lips injector, perfection by Lisa, whatever you want to call it, um, as a secondary thing to help grow it. Do I have a problem with them posting on their personal pages about the business? Absolutely not. Help grow the business. Get people's eyes on that singular unit of who we are as a team. But in the beginning, I'm adverse to people having their own personal, um, professional social handles on it. I'm paying for you to do those treatments. I'm paying for you to develop your career. I'm paying for the marketing for people to see you. It is my marketing that's brought those patients into the clinic to be able to have you treat them. And now you're going to showcase your work on a singular page as to what you do when there's a hundred other things that developed that person being able to land on your page. Absolutely not. Unless you are paying for the, the, it, the stuff that you're going to treat them with, the machines you're treating them with, the marketing that brought them through the door, everything that it took for me to get that patient in that seat, then you can showcase your artistry singularly on your own personal page. In the meantime, we are a single unit and our message should be one. These are all the amazing people that work in one place in one venue. And that is what we want to promote. We're not just, you know, I always want to come into your clinic because then we're creating a culture of, I want to just see Lisa. Well, Lisa doesn't have an appointment for two months, but you can see Steph. No, no, no. I follow Lisa on her page. I've seen only her work. I really like hers. I haven't seen any of Steph's work. Instead of, I want to come to your practice to be treated by the amazing people that work there. So that is my take on it. I think as your business grows bigger and you want to focus on single things people do or single stars within your business, then it's an option to be able to branch out from there. Oh, I'm so going to disagree with you here. <laughs> That's okay. Mr. Mr. We don't want people to wear uniforms, but you want to control their social media. My clinic, people wear their own Ooh. uniforms, but they work at my clinic. I so understand when I that. Showcase, but like, what? When I showcase Nathan in his scrubs by figs, this is what Nathan comes to work wearing <laughs> in his figs at my clinic. If Nathan wanted to wear figs at his clinic to have his own social Instagram, then Nathan should have his own clinic working at his own social Instagram. Mr. What is the whole idea about social media, right? It's to build a community. What do we want to do in our clinics? We want to build a community. So like, why wouldn't we showcase that as a clinic, we are a community and we're cohesive together as individuals, but also a group. In fact, in my, in my clinic, George, I pay my marketing girl to help the individuals in my clinic develop their social media. She's not just helping. Nathan, can we clarify? And I hate to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Are you paying them your marketing girl to help develop their personal page or like a personal yep. Yeah, I'm ha she's helping them make templates. She's helping them post. She's helping them with ev everything to make their social media as good as it can and on brand to my clinic as well. So it all looks and feels the same. George, and money, let, make money. Let's, let's look at some stats here, guys. 52% of consumers say a provider's social media presence impacts their decision to schedule an appointment. 
And that's that's increasing every year, that stat. Uh, 78% of consumers follow the social media of the provider that they're seeing or considering to see. And that is growing year over year. I think, I'm, I agree with Nick, you're better to have loved than lost than never loved at all. I think you have to embrace social media. You have to embrace the individuals in your clinic um, and let them grow. And look, if your nurse injector leaves, <clears throat> she leaves. Like, that's life. And as a business owner, you should be having conversations with them saying, if you do want to leave, how about I help you get to that situation in your professional career so you're ready to do it? And maybe I'll invest in your clinic as well when you do leave and be a partner with you. Like, I think, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I, I disagree, George. That, you guys, that's okay um, that you disagree. Yeah, no, I, I love that we have different perspectives. Yeah. Um, could you guys or could somebody clarify? Because people might be listening to this and wondering like, okay, what is the difference between or how are we referencing a personal social media page versus a personal business social media page? Lisa, do you, can you take that one? So I think how when we look at a personal, a bit like a business page, that mm-hmm. is where um, it's it's treatments. It's what, and I always think, so to preface this, you need, if you have a personal page and you're Laser Lisa working for uh, George Scandalis Dermatology of Fabulousness, of course, <laughs> uh, you, you then need to tag George Scandalis Dermatology Fabulousness because if you're not tagging and you're just doing it on your own personal, that's a dick move. I'm going to just yeah, go I- there. You need, yeah, there needs to be some um, guidelines. It needs to be guidelines. hundred percent. Yeah. And so for me, a personal page, there's, there's, you know, people that'll say, Oh, I love to see what you had for dinner um, and your kids and stuff like that. The problem is people that go to a, a professional page. If you have like a professional post of you injecting lips and then you've got you know, your family at the beach, and then you've got what you had for dinner, and then what you, your dog, people will do that for a while, but it starts to look a little bit hodgepodge lodge. But I think if you've got two sites, and you've got personal and you've got professional, tag them both. Like for me, if I was Laser Lisa working for George, and I had, you know, um, you know, Lisa in Edmonton, now that's going to be a social media handle you're going to want to follow. <laughs> Potato chips and doing dick all. And so there's that. But if I see that George did a post, I'm going to send it, put it out on my personal. I'm going to put it out. It's just more, it's like more tentacles out, you know, and more feelers out. So I think that's the difference. That's like the long winded of, of the two different pages. But so, so my question is though, is, is Laser Lisa a personal page or a personal professional page? I think that's what Steph's trying to determine. Is Lisa Kraut, Laser Lisa, and George Scandalis Dermatology of Fabulousness? There's three different things there. So, what are we, which one is it we're talking about? And did Laser Lisa exist before you came to work for me? Oh, and that's a good point too. So if Laser Lisa, this is the Laser Lisa professional page of me uh, showcasing my laser skills and hanging out with G at the clinic. So that's my professional page. And if I had that before, then amazing. If I'm just starting up a new page, I think that needs to be a topic of discussion that you have at a staff meeting. And like uh, Nate said, roll that out of what the protocols around the social media uh, rules, protocols, regulations, or whatever that that clinic specifically has. And then two, put that into your hiring process. That needs to be a lot of clinics do um, 
social media as a KPI. And so yeah. you need to be very upfront and forward. G, would you agree? I, I So this is where I think it gets complicated. And that's why I said, if somebody came to work for me that had 18,000 followers, I'm going to encourage them to keep their personal professional page. But if you're coming to work with me, like, you know, you're coming to work for Nathan out as new clinic and Nathan's not a, a technician. He's not providing treatments. He's doing health plans and consultation and business development within his clinic. But you're coming in. Nathan's paying for everything to have you be there and develop you. And then you're starting a social media page as Laser Lisa working at Rio. Are you not watering down the message of the main business? And why wouldn't you want to invest all that time that you're going to do on your own solo page for the business not on the business page. The same because I'm, because I'm creating a community. I want to create a community, and I want I want people to see from the outside that my staff get on. They love uh, communicating with each other. They but love collaborating with each other. On your page, I'm gonna put. It's gonna happen on the page as well. But I I really like my staff members to have their own separate page because some people want to know what my staff members get up to in the weekend. They want to know what movies they're watching, what music they like. That that's how they that's how they bond with these people. And and that's this is a more like a personal page. We're talking about professional work pages here. So yeah, if I started Laser Lisa working for Rio and working for Nate, my posts, I would use the repost app and I would post so that that page very much mimicked and tagged what, just in case there's other people that are following me that don't know Nate or that didn't follow him just to drive business. So you can use it as a channel, depending on what you're posting. And this is where there needs to be clear yeah. guidelines is to funnel that to Nate. If I'm going to start a perfect, per professional page working for Nate, my content needs to drive business to Rio. hundred percent, hundred percent. But there's nothing wrong with the odd personal post on that page, what you're getting up to, what you're doing. Like I, I people, people want to, there's a reason why people follow certain people, right? The, I just, I think you're creating a community, but I love the fact that we're disagreeing on this and agreeing. And it's great. <laughs> I, think you should, I think you should promote your community as a single unit. Everybody at Rio, this is what they're up to. If I want to showcase the meal I had as Lisa Laser Lisa at Rio that dinner, put it on Rio. If I want to focus the great lips I did, put it on Rio. We already know that a lot of these clinics and most of the people that are listening today, they have an issue creating content for social media. They are hiring professionals to come in to create content. And then I've got the one person that I've paying every single thing for them to be there at work. And they're the ones that are creating content, but they're doing it on their own professional page and not helping my business grow by putting it on there to showcase the great community we are because we've selected to have them working for me and they get a paycheck for me. No, I don't agree with but that. That's, but that's when they're not working in, in a community, right? Like, I, I think we're, we're, we're agreeing in, in some point there needs to be guidelines around how it's done. I think that's the, I think that's, I think that's a big thing. I think there's, there needs to be some sort of hybrid model between what we're talking about and there needs to be agreement on, on how things are going. Now, look, th things could get out of hand. I can see where things could get out of hand or someone could post something that you like just doesn't reflect the clinic, like not having that full control. So those are things that you need to talk about with your staff. But 
I'm I'm just a big fan of of having a community and letting letting the uh, the team express themselves and and do their thing because th- they were in it for they were in it for to grow the business as well. Hopefully, otherwise you've hired poorly. Yeah. And this is where you need to hire a coach or a consultant to get those contracts together and and say like this is what our guidelines are. So that's really where you need one of the five of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a big plug. But anyway, we're going over time, guys. We're, we're, we're over time, so we should, we should wrap this up, George. All right. So does anybody have any final remarks? The Tiverdicks were very quiet today. They're like, I don't know how I feel about any of this. No, 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 not at all. I just love listening to different perspectives. And I think that, you know, it's an actually really important topic. And I think people are going to have different views. And I think it a lot might end up coming down to the clinic owner and their comfort level. You know, I think everybody had great, great points. And I, I, you know, I agree with a lot of what you said, George, um, but everybody else too. So yeah, I I never thought that the one with the most fascist viewpoint would be George. Yes, I was surprised as well. <laughs> I think it's the robe. Hey, Nick, I, I'm, I'm in a bathroom, everybody. Yeah. All right. I wish that people could see George Scandalis yeah. right now rocking the robe just like a king. You should hey, see Nick, him. Nick don't you think George is so controlling? <laughs> yeah. 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 He doesn't want, he, he won't let anyone express themselves. The monster. Oh he wants everyone he wants everyone to be a robot and confide in the in the regime of George Scandalis. Yes. Yes. Well, when you guys have when you guys are done paying people to solo promote themselves in the in the idea of thinking you built a community, come knock on my door for some coaching. In the meantime. <laughs> In the meantime, me and my bathrobe are about to close this call and get into the shower. I want to thank all our listeners for listening. You know what? What's really great about our our show is having a multitude of different perspectives on different topics. And you can see that, you know, depending on the coach you get, you will get a different experience, a different opinion, a different idea. And this is what's so important about our industry. The individual, the individuality of each person you get to work with. But the shared, I'm not allowed another social media handle. The shared <laughs> common goal. Yes. And that doesn't matter how you choose to get there because there are many paths to success. Nathan Strom. Although I agree with that, George. That professionally because you don't listen to your partner. So, <laughs> in the meantime, I suggest that Nathan Strom goes back and listens to every single episode of the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter just so that he can become better at his job. And we want to send you out love. No, most love goes out to my business partner, Nathan Strom, for always challenging me to prove that I am right. And then Lisa Kraut, the bitch of petition, who always ends up in the middle playing Switzerland, and the power couple from the USA, Nick and Steph Tavertic, who are like, why are we doing this podcast with those crazy Canadians? <laughs> we all love you. We thank you for listening. Keep sending your topics in because your topic could be the next one that we argue about. And we love a good argument first thing in the morning. So check out our episodes. Follow us on our social handles, all personal, professional, personal, I should say. And uh, <laughs> and we thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. 